the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to What's the Score, a series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida's small business and entrepreneurs. Donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. Now, here's Christopher Hart and Rich Jekyll. Hello again and welcome to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. And once again, we do have the winning combination for you today, starting with Lucy Polito of Score. Great to see you today, Lucy. Good to see you, Chris. And also, of course, the award-winning Rich <laughs> Jekyll. Hello, Christopher, King of Hearts. All right, that's right. Rich, of course, is with SCORE. I am Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show. Once again, we want to thank you so much for tuning in to this show. We really do appreciate it. And the word is getting out and about town. I, I'm hearing more and more people asking and yeah. talking about SCORE. Yeah, when we teach seminars, you know, I always ask, you know, who, does anybody know us? Right, right. And they'll say, well, no, we don't know you, but we know the but other people. But they know Lucy, that, that, and I know that. Nobody ever said that. Nobody, <laughs> nobody. did. Oh, you're, you're not listening to the All right, right people. okay. <laughs> Thanks again, though, for listening. We really do appreciate it and spreading the word about the show mainly spreading the word about SCORE because it is such a great organization available to entrepreneurs, not just in our own community, but in communities all across the all 50 states. Yeah. And it is the mentorship program is once again, Rich, dare you say it? It is the? The big F word, man. And I'm afraid to say it anymore. It is? Free. Indeed. It's a free program. These mentors are there, and it is not really free in the sense that somebody hasn't paid for it. It is a nonprofit organization. But also, these people have paid for it in blood, sweat, and tears along the path of life and and their careers in business. Some of many of them entrepreneurs themselves, others business executives like Lucy here, business executive with American Express. In charge right. of international uh, marketing operations. operations and all of this experience from whatever portion of the world and life that it comes from is there, as Rich said, for the asking for you, it is for free. Yeah, the mentoring is for free. Absolutely. And it is to help you avoid some of the knocks and bumps along the way that they have all experienced and really to try to improve your odds of success. Yeah, that's it. That's what the whole program is to to warn you before you make the same errors Lucy did. Yeah, and caution you as to what you're up against and and how to approach it all. And it starts in the very basics of business and it goes right on up through the most com- complex parts of business. And starting from the day you open your business to the day you sell your business, they yeah. can help you all along the or way. Or even before that. And right? that's the ideal situation as you get to get with SCORE as you're beginning to put the business plan, your whole idea together. Yeah, plus Whatever. your exit strategy. Don't forget your exit strategy. That, if you want to get out. When that time comes along. And if you're already in business, <clears throat> pardon me, of course, SCORE can help you as well. 
So all you have to do is take advantage of it. They also have a great educational program, seminars, and other offerings, many of which are free, and the ones that you do pay for, it is it will be the the, the biggest bargain you've ever gotten in your yeah, life, really. considering what you'll get out of it for what little you pay for it. Yeah, 35 bucks for most of them. Yeah, and the, the wealth of knowledge that you come away with is worth, let me just tell you, a whole lot more than that, and you'll you'll know what I mean when you take one of them. You can find the list of... Everything that SCORE does, you can sign up for a newsletter to get alerts and things at orlando.score.org. And, of course, they're located in the Orlando Fashion Square. Tell them how to find it, Lucy. Well, we are right in the uh, Colonial and Maguire. And you go down Maguire and go to the parking lot that is now covered. Well, I guess it's always been covered. The parking garage. Yeah, with the parking garage. And just follow the... As uh, Rich says, follow the leaves, is it? Yeah, the the green vines. The green vines. When you see the green yes. vines symbolizing growth. And they will lead, it's not quite like the yellow brick road, but right. it's similar. They will lead you to the National Entrepreneur Center on the west end of the mall there. And the National Entrepreneur Center houses now some, I think it's 14 great organizations. You that, are right on the button, <coughs> the Christopher. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, I listened to Jerry Ross's news minute. Wow. And uh, he, uh, they do a great job over there. And these organizations are all there to promote the businesses here in the community. So please do take advantage of it. And SCORE works with many of these Really, in a way, all of these other organizations yeah. uh, to to make sure that your needs are being met. Yeah, and and they're all free as well. That's right. I mean, it's free to go see them. The seminars are not, but it's free to go in and have a consult with them on whatever you're thinking. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, and, and I course. think that one of the things to remember is that at Score we have uh, people who are have been in all fields of business, so right. we have the expertise that you may need. And I think that's very important. As you like to say, we have five dozen of the expertise. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. And that's just right here in Central Florida. As I said, these offices are located all over the state, all over the country. And if you'd like to find more, say you have a friend or family member in a different part of the country or state that you'd like to inform them about SCORE, you can go to Orlando, I'm sorry, go to SCORE.org, which is the national website. You can find a location closest to them. And uh, that way they they can begin the process of helping each other out. So that's score.org for the national website, orlando.score.org, obviously, for the local website and the phone number. And if you call during normal business hours, Monday through Friday, you'll actually get a human being. Might even be one of these two human beings. (laughs) 407-420-4844 is the number for score, 407-420-4844. And uh, so... As you know, we also like to bring on guests for the show that oftentimes these guests are presenters at some of the seminars and offerings. Right. There's lunch with the leader. There's these uh, extraordinary seminars that aren't part of our program, but uh, that are given as a uh, particular special event like tax time. Yeah. And so you can go to Orlando.score.org to find out all about those events. We also have guests on the show who are being mentored by SCORE and other people who are in other ways associated with SCORE. And so today, I'd like to bring on our guest and find out how she is working with SCORE. Her name is Kate Byrne, and her business is Business Innovations Catalyst. And let's find out more about that. Kate, thanks for being on the show. Thanks very much for having me. All right. 
What we usually like to do around here is find out a little bit about the person before we get into the whatever the business organization happens to be. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Are you from this area? Not originally. I uh, came from, originally from Southern California, uh, but moved here from Boston about uh, 20 years ago. So consider myself a Floridian now. Okay. Did you come straight to Central Florida? Uh, yes. Yep. Straight here for an, an entrepreneurial opportunity that my husband had with a startup telecommunications company. And um, we uh, that lasted for about two years. And then um, when they sold that business, he and I started our own company. And we ran a business together here in Central Florida for 15 years. Okay. Well, let's back up a little bit sure. first. You're from Southern California. Is that where, I take it, that's where you went to school out there? In- uh, college. Uh, no, I went to Harvard uh, undergrad, was an economics major, and then I came back and also went to Harvard Business School. We are not in uh, the right place now. I got no, a call. we're in trouble. You're on, <laughs> you're on your own, Chris. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, you, you said at Harvard you studied what again? Economics. Okay, and both undergraduate and graduate level? That's, uh, I was uh, I got an MBA for my graduate okay, degree. Master's business. Okay, okay, at this point, we ought to sign off, and Rich and I can go <laughs> have a drink. <laughs> We're going to get a glass of wine. Bye. So, so, so tell us, uh, after you graduated, what did you do? So um, between college and business school, I was working on Wall Street um, as a financial analyst for one of the investment banks. Okay. Then when I, I came... in a, a high-rise building and all that stuff? I worked at Rockefeller Center, which okay. was fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was I working that. with a boutique investment bank, Lazard Frere, which was right there in Rockefeller Center. Oh, yeah. That must have been, oh, yeah. been cool. It right? was a great first job out of college. Especially, I would imagine. Right there. Sure. NBC. That's across right. Across the street from Rockefeller Center. Yep. That's right. Yep. That's right. Yeah, I was okay. right there. So you're right in the heart of the action. That's right. And then after well, business school, I uh, went to work for a management consulting firm um, that was based right there in Boston. And I was do- doing consulting with Fortune 500 companies on strategy for the most part. What kind of strategy? Um, a lot of it was competitive positioning. Um, I don't know if you've heard of Michael Porter. He's a professor at Harvard Business School, but he founded the firm that I was working at. And so his his whole methodology around competitive strategy was what we worked with companies on for the most part. Competitive strategy sounds like a fancy way of trying to figure out how to outdo the other guy. Marketing, that more or less yeah. It? That's right. How to make money, basically. Isn't that what it's all about? Yeah, okay. All yeah. right. Okay. Um, what was unique about his approach without giving the secrets away? Well, I don't, back in the day, it was a relatively unique approach that he had called the five forces, where you would look at sort of all the different aspects of competition um, and and look at a particular company and industry in an industry, looking at buyer power, um, uh, the number of competitors in the industry. But it was a it was a whole new methodology that he had come up with. It's become kind of the standard practice for looking at competition in an industry. More of a holistic Mm. approach, you might say. Yeah. Yeah. Taking in all factors rather than focus in one area. That's exactly right. Yeah. Okay, so why did you want to leave all that? I was. um, Kind of not comfortable always being somebody that just like I gave advice. I wanted to go do it myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I really wanted to get my hands dirty and and be in a company myself and and try my hand at it. It especially you know working in that industry right out of school. It wasn't the most comfortable position to be in. We had lots of methodologies and you know we were very well trained, but I just I, I just really craved being on the other side of the table. and and Had you ever had any experience in that? Had your parents or anybody been entrepreneurs? 
my father worked in business. He worked as a turnaround manager. So he would go into companies that were Struggling. not doing well. Distressed. And he would, yeah, get them turned around and get them ready for, for another. Did, did, did he impart any secrets of his strategy to you? Because that's a pretty, uh, shall we say, unique thing that, that not many people can do. Yeah. You know, I think what he imparted to me was just to sort of dig in and get to know the details um, and, um, you know, make sure you, you had all your numbers right. Um, and so. Um, OK, so. that's so, what I did. How's that? During part of my career, you got to go in and find out where the bleeding is. I, I used to call it troubleshooting. It. You're troubleshooting. Well, no, I was much more glorified He's trouble, than that. right? That's what I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, well, listen, uh, once again today we're speaking with Kate Byrne, and uh, when we come back we'll talk more about how you got here in your business and how you got started and what you're doing now. Sure. All right, so uh, once again, SCORE is there for everyone. All you have to do is take advantage of it. And don't forget, BizFest is coming up on May the 7th. And we'd love to see you come out for that. It's an all-day event. Well, it starts late in the morning, around noon, yeah. and goes on till after dark because it culminates with a little cocktail reception and a great uh, catering, and it's a whole lot of fun. Very informative. Great networking opportunity. You can get free headshots there as well, done by a professional yeah, photographer. Shots, right. Indeed. So do put that on your calendar. Go to Orlando.score.org to sign up for that. It is a free event. And, of course, that's where you can also sign up for the newsletter and find out all of the other great offerings that SCORE has there for you. And the best thing is we're going to be there. Doing a live remote broadcast of my American Adversaries radio show. It'll be live from 5 to 7. So we welcome you to come out and participate in that as well. And once again, you are listening to What's the Score and hope you'll stick around for more. Welcome back to What's the Score? Christopher Hart here along with Rich Jekyll and Lucy Polito. Our guest today, Kate Byrne. And Kate was just telling us how she came out of college and went to work right there in Rockefeller Center. Yeah. And uh, made her way in the business of high finance. And then the same thing in Boston. And then decided she wanted to strike out on her own. So you were in Boston when you came to this decision? No, um, I had moved down here with my family for okay. an entrepreneurial opportunity for my husband. Oh, okay. So that kind of led you in the direction you wanted to go anyway. Right. More or less. Exactly. So you all came down here and, you, and I think you said your your husband was involved in telecommunications. That's right. Okay. Did, and he, did he found AT&T? <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people don't realize, but there there is <laughs> always been venture. There, there's well, at least for a long time, there's been a a, a pretty strong presence yeah. of telecommunication industry businesses here, from actually making the equipment to you know processing and things of that sort. So, you, at what level did he get involved? So the, he was with a company called Epic Communications that was a subsidiary of Florida East Coast Industries, the railroad. So um, they had decided to uh, use their right of way um, that they owned along the railroad um, and uh, lay fiber optic cable. And so they built a network that went from uh, Miami all the way up through Atlanta. And then they were selling the rights to use that 
to oh. other telecommunications right. companies. Cool. Right. It's like cool. some pipeline right. space. And uh, so the the two of you were working together on this project? I, think? I actually was not involved in that venture um, when he decided to leave there. And they actually sold that business. We, we had the choice to go back to Boston or New York where we had both worked or to stay here in Central Florida. And we just loved it here. We just thought this was a great place to raise our children. Um, we also thought there was a wonderful entrepreneurial spirit here. And, um, better weather. And better weather. <laughs> so we decided, let's start our own company. And um, the company that we started was in the generator service business. Um, generator service. Yep, yep. So we we had found out about that industry because Through of the telecommunications. Sure, because exactly. things have to keep running even when the power goes out, right? Yep. So our idea was to form basically a company that could serve uh, large companies that had a lot of assets across a broad geography because there really wasn't anybody in the industry that could do that. Um, it was a lot of small mom and pops that were very local or the... Um, the dealerships of the um, large uh, generator manufacturers that were also very constrained geographically. So if you were a large telecommunications company, you couldn't go to one company and get service for all of your generators. And you might have, you know, a thousand assets across Mm -hmm. lots and lots of different states. So So silly as we were, we decided let's just do that. Uh So we... uh, Like a lot of entrepreneurs, yeah, we just uh, hung a shingle and hired a couple people that somebody who knew how to sell, somebody knew how to work on generators and and manage service. And um, he kind of headed up business development. I ran finance, human resources, administration, you know, all the kind of back Back office. office. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the two of you really became partners in that venture. Do you still have it going? We sold it in 2017. Uh, so we okay. ran it together for 15 years. We, um, When we sold it, we were in business in 22 states. Um, so we really you know, did a nice job of executing yep. on our, our original Expansion. strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a lot of large telecommunications companies and retailers. Um, Publix Supermarkets was one of our largest customers. And we became an, a very attractive acquisition candidate for uh, a subsidiary of Southern Company, the utility that's sure. based in Atlanta, because they were um, they had a subsidiary that was a generator manufacturer, and they were looking for a service arm. Mm-hmm. And we were the easiest way for them to get the broadest oh. um, geographic that's, coverage. That's by always just a good place to be, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so we weren't looking to sell, um, but, but they were looking the to buy. The time was right. That's so, right. Um, so that's so. So, so is that what led you to what you're doing now? So we sold uh, almost exactly two years ago, and I took some time to really contemplate what I wanted to do next. Um, I stayed on for about three months to transition all the finance uh, and human resource function over to Southern Company, and then um, I, I was really interested in doing something more mission driven um, as my quote encore career. And I'd always been interested in education. And uh, so I spent a lot of time networking, talking to people in Central Florida about kind of what was going on in education. The more I researched the field, the more I began to understand that sort of the the outcomes for children, a lot of them are kind of cast in stone by the time they enter kindergarten. So I, just because there's so much brain development in those first five years, and so many things happen in a in a child's life that 
uh, in the first five years. So that's what led me to the Early Learning Coalition of Orange County. What um, is the early, early lo- learning <laughs> early <laughs> learning coalition of Orange County? It is a nonprofit organization that um, basically serves uh, all of the child care providers in Orange County, of which there are over 750. Child care yep. providers, you mean yeah. daycare centers, that sort of thing? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, go ahead. Exactly. Both family uh, child care providers as well as center-based child care providers. It's the organization, um, their primary objective is to um, influence the quality of child care in Orange County. In those early development years. There's a lot of education programs that they have for teachers and directors around um, quality in the in the classroom. But they're also the organization that um, through which providers receive funding for the free uh, Florida VPK, which is funded by the state of Florida, as well as school readiness funding, which is a federally funded uh, program for uh, low-income families that um, need assistance for uh, early any, childhood education. Is there anything you do with the parents? I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with the parents. So how about teaching the parents some important aspects? The um, Yes, yes. The, the coalition runs a program um, called the Baby Institute, uh, and that is primarily in Paramore right now, but they're, they're expanding to other geographies where it's a, a program that works directly with the parents on parenting skills and, you know, things like nutrition Hmm. and... and You say Early Learning Coalition of Orange County is a nonprofit organization. Is it your nonprofit organization or you said you're working with them? I'm working with them. So then what is Business Innovations Catalyst? That's my role at the Early Learning Coalition. So what I'm doing is, that's my title, um, and I'm, uh, as one of my responsibilities, I'm running the Business Institute for Early Learning Entrepreneurs. So it is a program that teaches business management skills to the child care providers in Orange County. And that's where we come in. Exactly. That's where we kind of partner with them. Okay, we're going to get into that next. Our guest today, Kate Byrne. She is the Business Innovations Catalyst at the, is it proper to say, at the Early Learning, if I can do it, Early Learning Coalition of Orange County. And I see that uh, the email here, um, the website is, ELCOC.org, basically the initials, ELCOC.org. That's correct. Okay, so if you'd like to go to your computers and check it out while we're discussing it with Kate, uh, I encourage you to do so. And so you were just saying this is where SCORE comes into the picture. So t- tell us, how how did this happen? Go ahead, Dewey. Sure. you spearheaded. Um, yeah, so, so our program is an education program. We uh, teach... A series of classes on business management for the child care providers. Um, and it's all uh, part of a program where they're working on a business plan throughout the entire program. The plan that they um, are working on, the template has been created for SCORE, and it is tailored specifically for the child care industry. Um, so this was created actually out, out of South Florida. It originated in with um, the South Florida uh Division of SCORE. And yeah, the Miami office. Lauderdale. Lauderdale. Lauderdale office. Is she talking yeah. about one of the business templates that people can find at SCORE.org? No, this is specially made. It's based on one of the templates, but it's specially made for the child care industry. Okay. And so what this I, is for someone who is interested in opening up a child care facility. Is that the idea? Most of the or participants are, so far are already in the business. Right. Um, they want to expand. Right. But... 
but we will have as as we grow the program we'll have people that are looking to open and so that they sort of get started on the right foot okay so now i begin to understand your title much better business innovations catalyst you're trying to begin the process get the process started like a catalyst and a chemical reaction and through innovations exactly innovations that are once again custom made because of this plan that we're just discussing well we're as the coalition we're looking for innovative ways to assist the child care providers in in managing their businesses better so in addition to um, the business institute i'm also working on uh, developing a network of shared services that the uh, child care pooling of can take advantage of like a, a pooling of of purchasing of sh- of services that the child care providers could get at discounted rates like accounting services and food service and cleaning and things like that so we're, we're trying to through the coalition right okay mm-hmm. so it's like a co-op exactly and the uh, uh, I take it there's no charge to the providers for the business Institute right. There's a $100 uh, charge registration fee to okay. participate in the Business Institute. Um, That's it? That's it. So mm-hmm. one time only $100 fee? Yes, yes. Okay. We have, as a nonprofit organization, we've received grant funding for this program from uh, Wells Fargo, Florida Blue, and Tupperware. Okay. They've been very gracious donors to us. Okay. And once again, you can go to ELCOC, that stands for Early Learning Coalition of Orange County, ELCOC.org, uh, to find out more about this. And that can, that is, can people sign up there? Is it a process where they can sign up online or do they, is there a physical location where people need to go? The best way to sign up is to email me directly uh, right now. Uh, it's not on our website right now. It will be soon. Okay. Um, but. That would be to K Burn. That's K, as in Kate Burn B Y R N E. That's K Burn at A L C O C dot org, and we'll give that information out again throughout the show here. Do you screen these people? Yes. Okay, so we'll get into it's that. It's a short later. application that they need to fill out. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. Once again. You're listening to What's the Score, and the SCORE website is orlando.score.org. And you heard me mention the national website again, that's SCORE.org, where you can find locations of offices all over the country. And these templates that we oftentimes refer right. to of business plans and other legal documents that you would need as a business person. So all of that at SCORE.org, the national website. And to find out what's going on here locally, Go to Orlando.score.org. That's Orlando.score.org. And BizFest and everything else that you see in there, unless otherwise mentioned, all of these events are held right there at the National Entrepreneur Center. Right. Just okay. get sign up for the newsletter. You get all the skinny. Oh, that's it. All right. <laughs> so you are listening to What's the Score, and we'll be right back with more. Now that she's back in the atmosphere with drops of Jupiter in her. Okay, welcome back to What's the Score? Christopher Hart here along with Lucy Polito and Rich Jekyll. Our guest today, Kate Byrne, and she is the Business Innovations Catalyst at the Early Learning Coalition of Orange County. How about that? I got all the way through that. Unbelievable. It is indeed. 
By the way, the website is elcoc.org. That's elcoc.org. And this is an organization that is there to assist child care providers. And you said of, of all sizes, child care providers of all sizes? Yes, that's correct. Uh, even the startups. But, okay, but how how is it weighted when it comes to child care? Because you're talking about early stage child care, correct? Right, uh, right. From, the, our focus is on the age of zero to five. I was going to say from birth to five. Mm-hmm. So how, what, do you have any statistics on what the, the percentages are as to how many of those children are being cared by, say, a single entrepreneur in the home as opposed to in a uh, a much more, shall we say, larger business group. setting, group, group setting? Well, they're all kind of group settings, but I mean, yeah, you, you follow what I'm trying to say? I do, here? I do. And I, I actually, I don't have the data. Um, what I do know is that for the, the population that we are serving, um, which uh, most of them are uh, having their child care paid for through the school readiness program. So this is the low-income families that need some financial assistance with child care. The majority of those families are um, being served by small businesses. Um, so these are not part, they're not going to the national chains. They're going to a small either family provider or small center that's in their local community. Right. Um, and a lot of that has to do with price. Um, right. The large chains are, you know, yeah. charging at the high end of the price spectrum. And, um, and it always also has something to do with convenience, especially with a child, I would think. You know, you want to keep them close to home or close to work or right. close to you, exactly. wherever that happens to be. Um, so the... Uh, the, the efforts that you guys are doing is so you're you're kind of bringing your 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 MBA your your business experience with your husband to these child care providers. That's right. And the hope that that will make them be better child care providers for the children in their care. I take it. That's as, that's exactly right. I mean, one of the challenges of these small businesses is that um, the people that are running them. They they don't have business backgrounds. They they come out of education. They care about children, so their primary um, focus, interest and focus yeah. is on taking care of the children. And right. the you know the business aspect of what they're doing is not necessarily what's front and center in their minds. Right. So, um, and got, I know Rich has worked with a number of these, so he's experienced. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I see you over here nodding your head a lot. Do you, do a lot of these folks come to SCORE for assistance? Oh, yeah. I mean, um, since the program started, yes, we're very involved with it. And uh, what happens is we have a group of, of a few counselors that will take on a project where, let's say, five to seven of, of these providers, of Kate's providers, um, and no, Kate's clients right. come to us to have their business plan evaluated and, you know, talk about it and figure out how they can do things better, more efficient, more effective, and grow their business and that type of stuff. So how did the, the connection between you and SCORE happen? So, so it started down in South Florida. So there's a business institute down in South Florida that partnered with SCORE um, several years ago. A and business when, institute similar to the Early Early Learning Coalition? Yes. Okay. Yes. And so when we decided, when the decision was made to bring it to Orange County, 
um, we reached out to the local score uh, because that partnership had worked very well down in South Florida. How, how did you become involved with them? With SCORE? With the organization in South Florida. Did you have anything to do with it hap- coming up here, or had um, it already come by the time you got involved? So in Karen Willis, who's our CEO of the Early Learning Coalition, she had heard about what was going on down in South Florida, and so she went down and sat in on some classes and encouraged uh, the group there to license their curriculum uh, to us up here in Central Florida because she really wanted to bring the program here. Okay, so... In essence, the connection with SCORE came with the program. Yes, exactly. Okay, so Mm -hmm. what did you do? Go knocking on the door over there? How did that work? I was not involved at the time. Um, So this is the second year that we've been running the program, but this is my first year with the coalition. So, So. Rich, were you there? Do you know how this began? Yeah, well, uh, Lois touched base with the uh, SCORE people out of Fort Lauderdale who were involved with the catalyst, or the... What do you call them? Well, I guess what I'm asking is, did the people in Fort Lauderdale sort of set it in motion with Lois? How did she find out about it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, They called and said... Because I want everybody to understand that that SCORE works together. It is a nationwide organization that that works across boundaries, if you will. In other words, if you have a business down there and you move up here, they're going to gladly pass you on and make sure that everything works. And that's what we're seeing happen here, right? Correct. What happened when she moved, when uh, Kate's organization moved a group up here they immediately contacted score right as a as a uh, partner in this effort right right so it all began with score down there score helping score up here and of course these coalitions coming together right and so so from then it's mainly been the coalition sending people to score yeah what happens is you have a program that they're supposed to follow and um, they're supposed to follow it um, on their own individual time. So they're supposed to call us and make appointments to do their uh, business plan, for instance, or talk about growth or talk about the areas that they need help in. Well, well tell us what he's talking about. What, what is this program? Is it part of a larger program? And, and he asked you earlier about, um, is there an application or vetting process? Right. right. So it is a very structured program. Um, it takes place over four months. Uh, we meet the first Saturday of every month for a day long uh, education session. Like a uh, seminar? Yes. Yes. So in the first session, we cover kind of general business planning and competitive analysis. Um, in the second session, we cover marketing. In the third session, we cover financial statements, financial analysis, cash flow, budgeting. And then in the fourth session, we cover uh, human resource management and real estate management. And then in between each class, there's a homework assignment that is basically working on putting together the elements of the score designed business plan template. Yes. And the the custom one you were talking about. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And then, um, as part of the requirements of the course, they are assigned to a SCORE mentor and asked to go into SCORE and review their business plans with SCORE to get some feedback from an experienced uh, retired business Which executive. is what you were just referring to. <clears throat> right. I had about seven of them this year and about 10 last year. Okay. We'll what see. would you say is the average size of one of these places, one of the caregivers? Average is about 50, I would say. Yeah. 50, you mean, 50 children. Real quick, that seems larger than just your neighborhood yeah. lady down the That's street nice. who's doing this, you know, all her life or something like that. Uh, they could, grow. 
I mean, they grow very quickly. Okay. If they're positioned right. to do it. And uh, some of them migrate out to other offices. Some of them are 250 strong. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in, in the what I've learned over the last year in working in this industry is in order to be really sustainable and to make a consistent profit, you need to have a late, at least 100 children mm-hmm. in a center. So we really encourage growth and we encourage but, them to look uh, at it classroom by classroom to understand. Do they specialize in, you say, like from zero <laughs> newborns to five years old and then there'd be another place where they would go or do they have... A mixture of ages. They have a mixture of ages. I mean, they start out with program, and uh, if it's like a boutique place, a small one or something like that, that's only available in a certain area, then they would continue on when they got to first grade and continue on when they go to second grade, all in that same center, okay? All right. Unless the family moves and relocates, then they go to a different center. Our guest today is Kate Byrne. She is the Business Innovations Catalyst at the Early Learning Coalition of Orange County. The website is elcoc.org. If you would like to email her, that is kbyrne at elcoc.org. I know that's a lot of initials and a lot of letters there, but I'll say it again. Kate Byrne at elcoc.org. K-B-Y-R-N-E at E-L-C-O-C dot org. And uh, during that the sounds break, like a learning center. It does, me, doesn't it? Doesn't yeah. it? All right. Yeah. So uh, you could make a, a, a psychological test out of that now. Okay. Thank Say you. Say all of that backwards. <laughs> so um, you mentioned during the break that you have a conference coming up. So would this be like an introductory thing? It's it's both. It's um so Well tell our, us what it is and when yes. it is. Okay, so so the, the Business Institute program culminates with a graduation ceremony that is then part of an, a day long business conference. That's the program you just described. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. All so right. The, so you got one coming up. The, the graduation class this coming year up. has is, is turning in their final business plans this week. Oh wow. And then they'll be graduating on April sixth. And that's the day that we're having our business conference. Uh, we're having it. It's a Saturday. We're having it at the National Entrepreneur Center, which is where the SCORE office is located in the Fashion Square Mall. The theme this year is early childhood education in the 21st century. And we're really focusing on what it means to do business today with a focus on technology, um, how to use technology to save time and money and enhance parent communications. Social media going to be talking about marketing to millennials and the best way to reach millennials, how they want to be um, communicated with. Uh, We're going to be talking about shared services and the opportunities that the coalition provides to receive savings through a a hub that we've put together for them to get access to materials that have been um, curated for them. Okay. And once again, we want to make this clear that this program is to help the business end of the providers. That's correct. This is not about how they provide care or the educational things that they can do. This is to make them better business people so they can be better at those other things. Right, right. We're trying to help these businesses be more sustainable. Um, That means more successful and make more money. Exactly. (laughs) Or just make some money. That's That's it. Uh, Once again, Kate's email is kbyrne at elcoc.org. That's for Kate Byrne at elcoc.org. Okay. 
Okay, so once again, that business conference is April the 6th. Even though this is a graduation ceremony, is it open to the public? It is open to the public. The graduation is going to be right at the beginning of the day, and then the rest of it is open to the public. Um, and at the Entrepreneur Center? Exactly. Okay, once again, in the Orlando Fashion Square Mall on the West End. And is there a charge if they're not graduating? It's $25. Okay. And they can sign up at ELC, ELCOC.org? Yes. That's ELCOC.org to sign up for the business conference on April the 6th and see a graduating class. And you might want to be in the next one, right? Exactly. When does the next program start real quick? We'll be kicking off in September of this coming fall. Okay. In the meantime, we will take a break and come back with more of What's the Score? And we hope you'll be there with us. Okay, welcome back to What's the Score? Once again, thanks for tuning in to this radio program. We really appreciate it. Lucy Polito, Rich Jekyll, and myself, Christopher Hart here. And we're here pretty much every week doing this radio program, ladies and gentlemen. And the reason is radio is still the most effective way to get your message out, any message out, to a mass audience. Did you know, here we go again, Rich. All right. That more people listen to the radio every week than watch television. No. Or go on the Internet. You are kidding me. Are you making this up? No, I am not. Okay. And the the best thing about radio is anybody can listen to radio because there is a format out there for you. And one of the most listened to formats is the news talk format, which is what we do here at Salem Media Group Orlando. With four great radio stations here, we can use our format to get your message out to the audience that you want to hear it. The man to talk to is Bill Files. His phone number is 407-618-1760, 407-618-1760. Bill is the station manager here, and he's got a great group of people working with him, and they are really great professionals, and they can get your message to the audience you want to hear in your voice or one of their voices, maybe even my voice. Who How knows? About that? Yeah, you rent yours out, right? That's right. And, uh, who knows? Maybe they'll get even rich to do it, but <laughs> the point is... You have so many options with radio, and it is so very effective and cost-efficient. Call Bill. He'll explain it to you, 407-618-1760, and please tell him that Dr. Jekyll and, and Mr. Mr. Hart sent him along the way. There That's you right. go. All right, so once again, thanks for tuning in. And the uh, the word about score is getting out. Why am I saying more and more about it? Because people listen to this show and, and tell others about it. And Kate Byrne, our guest today, is taking advantage of radio to reach out to people. And many people in our audience know the type of this, this entrepreneur that we're talking about here, child care providers. Maybe some of you are actually doing it yourselves. And because it is, a, you know, it is an industry that is sort of recession proof. I mean, but, you know, in, in some cases, you know, they feel the effects of the recession, too, because if the parents can't pay and yet you're a provider and because... This 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 takes a special kind of person in a way to be this kind of entrepreneur, does it not? And first of all, you got to have a heck of a lot of patience, and mm-hmm. second, I, I mean patience and patience. You know what I mean? <laughs> patience in the client sense, and patience in to be able to you know not blow your top sense, and then also, of course, uh, these people have a lot of compassion. Absolutely, and that t- that cannot oftentimes work great when it comes to the business model though right well that's exactly right that that's the problem that we run into is yep. that um we've learned that a number of these child care providers really have a hard time 
They can't turning say no. A, turning a family Collecting away. Right. Yeah, right. If, the, if the family comes to them and says they can't pay this week, they just have, their heart just you know makes it very difficult for them to say no. I'm not going to take care of your child yeah. this week. They really do you do, have a hard time with collections. But but do you you don't try to change that, do you? You just try to make it somehow work. How, how does how do you deal with that? Uh, we do try to change it. Um, we, we do encourage them to have very uh, explicit policies around payment when payment is due. And if parents don't pay on time, then there's late fees that are um, charged. And you to can't make repossess those... the kids. So... No, no and... but we can stop the kids from and coming if it, if... to right. the school. Right. If it gets beyond a certain number of days, then no, the child cannot attend. Um, because we do find that uh, some of these child care providers do end up getting taken advantage of, unfortunately. Right. Yeah. Um, they end up going out of business. Right, right. So, you know, Which is we, not good for anybody. We try but. to show them that in the grand scheme of businesses, there are very few businesses where you get services if you don't pay. For free, yeah. So we're just trying to show them how this is how a standard business operates, and the only way you're going to be able to sustain your business and continue to serve children in the way that you would like to is if you have policies around collections and you follow them strictly. Or, go ahead. If you take the approach of that, what is your, what is your forte? What are you trying to do as the owner of this? Right. Uh, essentially, uh, the most of them are saying we try to take care of the children. And so our, our approach is like, well, you won't be able to take care of the children if you don't make money. If you don't take care of your business. And you, you've got to take care of your business to take care of your children, right? Yes. And one of the biggest issues in the child care industry right now is employee retention. And, and the, the pay in child care is not very good, uh, relatively speaking. And so um, we try to show them the numbers to show them if you just increased your prices for $5 a week for yeah. all of your families, that would be a huge number that you could then pass on to your employees, give them a raise and make this a much more attractive employment experience for them. She's not do, kidding. Do you, do you help these businesses out with the licensing processes and things of that nature? That's not the area that I work in, but the coalition gets very involved in that process. Okay. Well, I, I would think that they would all be licensed Yes. By the time they open the door. You have to be licensed. Yeah. Yes. And I, I would think that, that that process can be rather arduous or burdensome, to, especially somebody who's never been through that before. There's a lot of rules and regulations, yes. Right, because you're taking care of other people's children. You become a health care provider, in essence. Right. right. So, and Kate's not kidding. If, you, if they come in and, and take the approach of all you have to do is raise your rate 50 cents or a dollar, we're not talking a whole bunch of money here. A day, right. And, uh, you know, they... They do it, and they're absolutely shocked because now they're uh, fluid. I mean, they they actually got money. a little money in the bank. Right. It's a good feeling when you wake up in the morning, believe yeah. you me. Uh, Kate Byrne is our guest today. She is the Business Innovations Catalyst at the Early Learning Coalition of Orange County. And the website is elcoc.org. That's where you can sign up for this biz conference they have coming up on April 6th. And I take it, find out about, do you have a newsletter as well people can sign up for over there? We don't have a newsletter um, that's related to the Business Institute, okay. but we do have another part of my business innovations that I work on is an alumni academy. So anybody who's been through the Business Institute, we have uh, programs that we run uh, on a regular basis. So once you've been in the program, you receive regular emails from me telling them, telling you about ongoing events, because we really believe that continuing education 
is a critical part of the program. Um, as Rich can tell you, you know, uh, the people in the program make great progress in understanding their business, but it, it just requires a lot of reinforcement mm-hmm. to, to have the discipline to keep making those improvements. Well, you know, that, that's true of any business. I mean, that's one of it the is. things. You have to constantly be there and be aware of what's going on in the business world and how to continue it. And that's one of the nice things about SCORE is because they're willing to work with you as long as you're willing to work with them, right? Right. Absolutely. You know, uh, but it gets put on the back burner, I think, what Kate's alluding to here. When you get caught up with the children and they're screaming at you and everything, your business seems to be put on the back burner until you get poked again and prodded and saying, hey, you need to catch up. You need to come in and. Okay. So once again, if you know someone in this industry, this business, or you are yourself or contemplating it yourself, you might want to attend this biz conference coming up on April the 6th. You can go to ELCOC.org to sign up. That's ELCOC.org. And if you're not a graduate, you know, graduate, it's a $25 charge, but that's for the whole day's events. I take it. That's right. Correct. And this once again is at the National Entrepreneur Center. The Orlando Fashion Square Mall, right there on the West End, as Lucy said earlier in the show, just off McGuire. So just park in the parking garage, look for the vines on the wall, and they will lead you to the right place. Is there a beer tent? <laughs> yeah. uh, Not this time. Uh, oh. You'll have to go to, what was that, the Longhorn out front there? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the uh, BizFest also is, once again, located, it will be uh, occurring in the National Entrepreneur Center. And once again, these are state, they got state-of-the-art classrooms there, they got conference rooms there. And then across the hall is where the offices are for SCORE and the other organizations that make service up exactly, business organizations that yeah. make up the Entrepreneur Center's uh, coalition there. So all of this at the west end of the, the uh, Fashion Square Mall. And the BizFest is coming up on May the 7th. And you can, can people sign up for that now at the website? Do we know? I believe so. If not, you can certainly sign up for the newsletter, and you'll get the newsletter, and that'll tell you when you can sign up for yeah, it. Good so, point. Good there you point. go. So in, in any case, go to orlando.score.org to sign up for that newsletter and look for alerts for the BizFest coming up on May the 7th. That event is free. It's a great networking opportunity. Are you going to make an attempt to be there, Kate? Should we look Absolutely. For you yes. Right. Yes. I've I've become a big believer in everything that the National Entrepreneur Center is doing. I'm just... It's a great organization. It really is. Indeed. And, and you might want to give them our phone number so they can call and reach a human. That's right. That's 407-420-4844. And they are there located in the Orlando Fashion Square Mall. So you can even actually just walk in the door if you happen to be there sharp shopping or having lunch or something. And uh, But uh, that's normal business hours, 407-420-4844. Now, the classes and seminars, they, they happen in the mornings. They happen after hours. They yeah. happen on, on Saturdays. And, and don't forget, we also have something called Coffee with the Leader. That's right. That's twice a month. And that event is that's a, that's a, a seminar setting where they bring in an expert from outside of SCORE. It might have to do with marketing. It might have to do with taxes. Since this social is media, media, social media, yeah, absolutely. So, and all of these are great networking opportunities. So, plan on being there. Plan on getting there early, and uh, making sure people know who you are. And the Biz Fest once again, May the seventh, and the Biz Conference that Kate has been telling us about is April the sixth. Okay, and all of these events occur at the National Entrepreneur Center, and so. 
uh, as uh, before we get ready to, uh, to to close out here, are you seeing uh, the results that you had anticipated that you wanted to see? Uh, I know it's early in the game, but are, do you feel like things are moving in the right direction with this? They really are. We've seen some great results from the program. Um, we've have examples of of programs that have just raised their prices by five dollars a week and and been able to channel those funds back into their staff. Um, we had one uh, provider who had been uh, renting her facility for 15 years and really hadn't had a chance to save towards her own retirement. She went back to her landlord and ended up buying the building from her landlord. So now that same money that she was putting towards rent, she's now putting towards her mortgage. And mm-hmm. she's um, now got a nest egg that she's you know, saving for something that she can sell when she's ready for retirement. And a piece of real estate right. that could appreciate yeah. in value. Yeah. So it's and always these are nice. simple things that these these guys just don't think about. They don't think about a it. number of them. You know, start doing marketing things right away. They paint their buildings. Yeah. They improve their signage. They start doing social media marketing. Um, so, so, so they so they really grab a hold of it, huh? Oh, absolutely. Some of them, yeah. Okay, all right. And all you need to do is grab a hold of a phone or a car or whatever, and get on over to the National Entrepreneur Center and take advantage of all of this. Once again, Kate, thanks for being on the show with us today. Thank you. And Kate Byrne, Business Innovations Catalyst at the Early Learning Coalition of Orange County, and the website is elcoc.org. That's elcoc.org. And while you're on the internet, don't forget to go to our Facebook page. And like us. That's right. Like us. Come on. Give us a kiss. Uh, All right. All right. So that's going to wrap it up for us today. But once again, tune in next week for more of What's the Score? See ya. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.